break your leg, break the dog and break your leg, break them, break your leg, break the dog. Now I mean bop, 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 bop. Did I press record? All right, fourth video for our SportsMed HSC unit, looking at the assessment of injuries today. And so your lovely syllabus document says that you need to learn about how we assess injuries in sport. And the technique that we're going to go through today in this video is called toe taps. The way that you need to apply this information on the right-hand side, <clears throat> says you need to perform assessment procedures to determine the nature and extent of injury in simulated scenarios. And I do have quite a fair amount of past HSC questions relating to this dot point. So without further ado, let's get to it. <clears throat> All right, so when an athlete, so we're talking about athletes, sports medicine, so it's not just general public, okay? So when an athlete is either A, unconscious, so they've something's happened on the soccer field, the player is unconscious, they're not responding or if something's happened on the soccer field and there is external bleeding, okay? We do doctor's ABCD, so that's what you learned about last year in first aid, so this is sort of where those ties come in from your year 11 work. Man, my voice is shocking. Is that any better? Not really. So if they're unconscious or bleeding, we're doctor's ABCDing, all right? We're not going on with this sports um, medicine assessment process. However, if the injury is not one of the above two things, unconscious and bleeding, or if the injury is not visibly life-threatening, then the toe taps assessment procedure is used. So toe taps stands for talk, observe, touch, active movement, passive movement, and a skills test. And you move through each of these six steps. Okay, so you do this one, then you do this one, then you do this one, etc., etc. If any of the steps in the toe taps assessment cannot be passed, then, the, then you stop the toe taps um, procedure and the athlete is to seek medical attention. I've put this information in, one, for your um, knowledge, and two, this type of stuff comes up in your assessments. So you need to write about this in a general sense, okay? Um, so for example, if we talk to the athlete, we determine what's happened, we observe the injured site, which I'll, I'll go through all of this in a minute. Um, we observe the injured site, it looks okay, but then when we touch, the injured, uh, touch around the injured site, the athlete is like screaming in pain then we don't go on to active movement, passive movement, and skills test. We just stop at touch and we you know, take it in the hospital, tell them to go to a doctor, get, etc. Only when an athlete can pass all six toe tap steps can they be permitted to return to play, all right? So for your information, toe taps is something that uh, all the PE teachers here do when a kid may, uh, has an injury in like a practice lesson. Um, it's also what coaches would do like on the sideline or trainers would, or trainers, you know, would do on the sidelines watching their teams play sport. So toe taps is what happens if they pass all six steps, then they can be permitted. It doesn't mean they should go back and play, but they can play. If we don't pass toe taps, we get medical help. And if we're unconscious or if we're bleeding, we're doing doctors ABCD instead. Okay, so now I'm gonna go through the six steps of toe taps. All right, so our first two steps of toe taps, we've got talk. The talk step is simply, <coughs> the talk step is simply the trainer or the coach um, asking the athlete questions to ascertain the nature and extent of the injury, okay? So examples of questions. 
How did it happen? You may have seen it, but you just want clarification from the athlete. How did it happen? Where does it hurt? What can you feel now, okay? What did you hear when the injury happened, all right? Other questions you could ask could be like, is this a pre-existing injury or is this the first time you've hurt this body part? Um, or you could ask, uh, um, do you feel any pain away from the injured site um, as opposed to being just at the injured site? If after asking those questions, you suspect that it is a spinal injury, so if you just if you suspected spinal, you immobilize the athlete so you don't move them, you stop the toe taps procedure, and you seek medical help. If, however, after talking to the athlete and you've asked your questions, if you don't think it's anything serious, like a spinal injury, um, then you move on with the next step. So our next step is observe. So what you're doing with the observe step is that you are visibly looking at the injured site. So you examine the site and you compare it to the opposite limb if possible. So that can only happen obviously on arms, legs, ears and eyes. So examine the opposite side. Um, I mean, you could look at left side, rest side, um, left side, right side of like rib cage, et cetera too. Anyway, you understand. We're examining the opposite side and we're comparing it to the opposite limb where possible, looking for obvious signs of injury. So obvious signs of injury, swelling, discoloration, and discoloration is probably because there's bleeding under the skin. Because remember, if there's external bleeding, we're not doing toe taps, we're doing doctor's ABCD. So if there's discoloration from bleeding internally, or deformity, all right? So they are obvious signs of injury. Obvious deformity, all right? So swelling, swelling's generally, you know, we could move on, we may stop the procedure. Discoloration, same thing, but deformity. So obvious deformity is often an indicator of a fracture or a dislocation, which are hard tissue injuries, if you remember. And in that case, you're going to stop the toe taps procedure and seek medical help. If after looking at the injured site and it looks it looks okay, okay? Yeah, I mean, there might be some obvious, there might be some um, signs of injury there, but if they're not too severe, then you can move on with the next step of toe taps, which we'll do now. All right, so our third step is the touch step. So what we're doing is we're feeling around the injured site, starting away from the injured site and moving towards it. And we're looking at the athlete for signs of pain. So let's assume I have, I'm an athlete, uh, which I am, have you looked at me? Um, no, seriously. Let's say I've injured my elbow. I'm a tennis player. I've injured my elbow. Uh, so we've stopped play and I'm just holding my elbow. We've gone through the talk and observe stage. Okay, it looks the same as the other elbow. So now we're gonna go with the touch stage. So you don't just go bam, straight on the elbow, okay? You're gonna start up, probably up at the shoulder, okay? And then asking the athlete question as you do this, does this hurt? And then slowly moving closer, does this hurt, does this hurt? And then as you start moving closer, does this hurt, does this hurt? If it doesn't hurt, you can also start increasing your pressure. All right? Same as down here, so starting at the fingers, does this hurt, does this hurt? Squeezing, squeezing, all the way up, all the way up, all the way up, towards the injured site, all right? What you are looking for with the signs of pain is the athlete's face will generally read. So they can, they may verbally say, nah, it's good, it's all right. But if you touch something and it hurts, most people will go, and they, they wince, all right, or they grimace, okay? If the athlete is not, if you're not getting those signs from them, you can also get them to rate their pain 
on a one to 10 scale. So if touching their shoulder, you say, does this hurt at all? And they say, no. You say, well, that's a one. As I move towards your um, elbow, can you tell me whether it changes from a one? And they may go one, one, three, five, 10, because it's bad. The other thing you are touching um, the athlete for is checking for skin temperature. All right, so we know that uh, injury in the body causes excess blood flow. And if there's excess blood flow in the area, it will actually increase. So it might feel hot. So this might feel normal, 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 and hot. All right, and if that's hot, then you know that there is definitely something going on there. And the other thing, which is kind of gross, but as you're feeling up the arm, if all of a sudden you can feel something hard there when there shouldn't be something hard there, well, that's a good indication, once again, of a fracture. So bones. If the touch step does not cause any excessive distress with the athlete and you are able to feel around the site and they're okay with that, then you continue with toe taps. Obviously, if the touch step does cause excessive pain, then we're going to probably stop that and then we will start managing their sports tissue injury, um, which would be using the RISA protocol. The next step is active movement. So active movement, having the athlete demonstrate their degree of mobility. And so someone's degree of mobility, if you remember from year 11 or not, means basically how much they can move, okay? What you are looking for are these things. Does it cause them pain to move? So my tennis player example again, so now I'm you know, doing these ones, doing some bicep curls, all right? Does it cause me pain to do this? Can they move through a full range of motion? So we know that a range of motion of the elbow being a hinge joint can simply go like that. Okay. If I have an elbow problem and I can only go to there, that's a good indication that there's something wrong because I can't move through a full range of motion. Does the movement cause any grating or clicking? So hold in the joint, you get the athlete to move through and can you feel anything kind of gross? Well, actually I can feel something gross in there. Probably should get that looked at. Does movement cause any grating or unnecessary clicking? If their degree of mobility is minimal, or their movement causes them pain, all right, or their range of motion is extremely shortened, we are going to stop the toe taps assessment and we're going to start RISA. So from year 11, rest, ice, compression, elevation, and referral. So you do the RICE straight away and you get them to seek medical attention. If, however, they are able to actively move their elbow, this is all hunky-dory, it doesn't hurt. I mean, it might hurt a little bit because yeah, I did have a little bit of an injury, but I'm okay. Um, then you move on with the next two steps of toe taps. All right, last two steps, we've got passive movement, all right? So our last step looking at active movement, that was the athlete, you instructing the athlete, can you do this, can you do that? Now what we're doing is passive movement. Now it seems a bit weird to do this after the active movement, but it's actually very intelligent. So passive movement means that the athlete is assisted to move through their full range of motion. Now, I have, you can see the scars on my hand. I had surgery a few years ago for something called decoivance tendonitis. Now, if you, if, yeah, you would have remembered, maybe you remember, I had my arm in like a big robot-y type casty thing for about six months um, while that surgery was ongoing. When I went to get a diagnosis for that, uh, the doctor told me to put my thumb in my hand like this hold my thumb like this and bend my hand down, like do this motion, so this motion, downwards, all right? And I did this, and I'm doing it right now. And he said to me, does that cause any pain? And I said, no, it doesn't cause me any pain at all. It doesn't, really. 
Your body is very smart in the fact that if it knows that there is damage and doing a certain movement will cause excessive damage or pain because pain is bad, your body will actually stop yourself from doing that thing. So I was doing this and the doctor was like, is it causing you pain? I'm like, no. So then he then grabbed my hand and very, very gently and very slowly, he did the movement and oh my gosh, I went from no pain at all to 10. It was excruciating, okay? Um, and, and then I went and got surgery. So what happens is when athletes get, um, even if it's just a fresh injury, your body will note it as an injury there and you've asked them to do a movement. So back to my tennis elbow, my tennis elbow thingy, this is fine, doesn't hurt at all. So then you as the coach or the trainer will come up and you'll get my arm and then you'll bend it up into a full range of, um, full flexion and then take my arm out to full extension, all right? If doing so causes the athlete excessive pain and discomfort, then you know that there is an injury. You stop the toe taps procedure and you start RISA, restitis compression elevation referral. If, however, you can move their limb or their injured site through a full range of motion and it doesn't cause them any more or less pain than when they did it themselves um, and it doesn't cause them any pain in general at all, then you move on with the last step, which is our skills test. So our skills test is what we call graduated exercise. So graduated means starting basic and then getting harder or more specific. So graduated exercises are performed to demonstrate their readiness to return to play. All right. And then I gave you a little definition there for graduated because it will come up again throughout this year. An example of a graduated exercise program over here. So you've got basic movements, running, walking, hopping, jumping, skipping. Okay, so generic whole body things where you're doing stuff. Then you move into sports specific things, kicking, sidestepping, catching, throwing, if I'm a tennis player, striking. All right, if I can do my basic movements and I can do my sport specific skills and it does not cause me any excessive pain or discomfort, all right, then it's okay for me to return to play. If however, I've passed all the other steps, but then when I try and do my movement, it hurts, then I need to stop, we start RISA, etc. So the whole purpose of the toe taps um, procedure, which I've gone through today, is basically about assessing your injuries. There have been two questions in the past in the HSC, which we'll work on in class. One in 2011 and one in actually quite recent, I think it was my last HSC group. Yeah, 2019, last year. So the 2011 question read, describe the assessment procedure used to determine the nature and extent of a sports injury. And the last year's question read, an athlete um, dives towards the ground in an attempt to score a try in a game of touch football. I'm laughing because I wrote die, not instead of dives. The athlete hears a loud crack and remains on the ground clutching their injured shoulder. Explain the assessment procedure used to determine the nature and extent of this injury. So it's the same question, except this time you were given a scenario, except and the first time you weren't given a scenario. The scenario question was worth one less mark because they actually gave you an example to talk about. But in 2011, they didn't give you a scenario to talk about, so you need to come up with it on your own. So hopefully throughout this video, as you've been taking down these notes, you've also been writing examples and then a sport-specific example like my tennis elbow thing. Um, to help you answer these questions. Because remember when we're talking about that peel format, answering our questions, point, explain, example, linking to the question. So every time you tell me about passive movement and then you define it, you've got to give me a specific example as to what that would look like. And that's it, that's toe taps. And that is our first critical question for sports med done. 
and our next video, we'll start looking at specific needs of specific athletes. Okay, thanks, bye.